All right. So um, welcome, everyone. I'm glad to see a lot of faces from last week. It was a really powerful call. <laughs> um, and I'm going to remind you, as always, that we need to take action, <laughs> please. I'm going to insist and Carmen's going to insist so much on um, transforming your ahas and your insights, your golden nuggets that you take away into action. Otherwise, it makes no impact. It just gives you a tingly feeling, which is awesome. But then if you don't take action on that tingly feeling, that's it just dissolves. So whatever resonates with you, whatever gives you the divine tingle, it's like, oh, this is, this is what I need to hear. See how you can transform that into action. And if you can't really come up with it, bring it to the call, you know, just say, Hey, this really resonates with me. I don't know how to integrate it into my life and we'll figure it out together because that's what we're here for. Um, so at the end of the call, as always, I'm going to take a, a snapshot of us and then tag you in the group so that you can, you know, um, write down your ahas and your action steps that we come up with either on your own or in a collaborative setting. Um, and that's your requirement to be here. <laughs> so that being said, um, we are going to, I'm going to just, um, open the call to, for, for you to bring any challenges that you have or any questions that you have on, you know, business, how to do something. Um, and then we're going to move on to what habits you can develop and what action steps you can uh, design so that you can, you know, turn that challenge around and, Please, you know, when somebody shares a, a specific challenge, there's always something that you can relate to that. You can even kind of, if it's in the work field, in the business field, or if it's in your um, routines and rituals, whatever it is, there's always something that you can take from one area of your life and, you know, kind of like translated into another area of life. Um, and if you, again, resonate with something and you're like, I don't know how to integrate this, please speak up. <laughs> so, um, and then after that, we're gonna um, touch base about, well, actually I'm gonna read Laura's question that she shared in the group, which it's always really powerful. And we're gonna answer it in a collaborative way as well, because I'm sure, you all have really, really valuable input for that question. So enough of me, let me know how you're doing, how you're doing with your WAP, how you're doing with your, you know, weekly action plans. Are you moving forward? Do you feel you're getting stuck somewhere? Do you have a question? Now is the time. <laughs> Don't be shy. <laughs> yeah, Barb. I'll, I'll share something um, that I'm finding. You know, I, I have the wrap. The wrap will be set. Guys, don't fight, don't fight, don't fight. Sorry, my dogs. I think we're going to growl there. And get oh. <laughs> Hope they're good. Okay. So I'll put up my wrap, and I have great intentions to do a power hour every day. And that power hour usually is me connecting with um, either current customers or future ones, hopefully. Mm -hmm. um, and, and then I guess sometimes I find when I take on new associates or new um, customers, you start doing the coaching and sometimes that power hour gets, it should be my priority and it tends to sometimes get pushed down mm -hmm. on my list. Mm -hmm. And then I think, oh shoot, I haven't done that for a few days. I need to keep that going. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, I think it's the balancing act again, like yeah, maybe that's my question. As yeah. we get deeper, as our as our schedules get more full. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that's a really good question, and I think that a lot of us can relate to that. When we have a lot on on our plate, um, prioritizing is the most important thing. Um, and 
I think that it's really important to align your priorities, what you prioritize in the day with what is most um, important to you in terms of purpose, alignment with purpose. So it's really easy to go in to-do list mode and, you know, especially respond to other people who need us. And of course, it's really important to build your team. It's really important. And that's what's going to, you know, make your, your business grow. Um, but if you are, you know, setting, you know, things that are really important aside, I don't know what you do in your power hour, um, but I'm assuming it's really important stuff. Is it? <laughs> yeah. It's the stuff that you don't want to procrastinate on. Okay. A way to check in on yourself is whatever, what I'm procrastinating on or what I'm, you know, leaving for, you know, blast or, you know, some days, like you said, some days go by and I still haven't done this. Um, check in your body. Does this weigh heavy on me? Is this one of those things that is telling me if you do, you know that if you do this, it's going to make you feel, it's going to, it's going to make you feel like you have realized, you know, the realization of fulfilling your purpose. So there are certain steps that if we take in the direction of our purpose, energize us so much, you know, our vitality changes. And if we go into to-do uh, to list mode, of course, that is, that is satisfying, but it wears off really fast, you know, and we start with that because it's easier and because we want to avoid um, feeling the resistance and the discomfort of doing the things that matter. Does that make sense? So. Yes. Thank you. You know what? I just had a moment when you were talking about that. It, yeah. Thank you. Yes. It was very good. What was the <laughs> moment? Share. Um, I think, you know, when you said to align, realizing what fulfills your purpose, like mm -hmm. just knowing that's your priority. Mm -hmm. If you're going this versus this, well, what's more purposeful for me? This. Yeah. Okay. That, then come to this. Yeah. I think, yeah, that was yeah. good. Yeah. And again, some things we have to you know, um, take care of. And, you know, it's not one of those big things that make a difference in how we feel and have this huge impact in our emotional state. Um, but we still need to get them done before one o'clock because we have to, because I don't know, like our electricity will be cut off or something like that, you know, or, you know, this person you're training needs to give a presentation and you need to answer that person because you need that person to, to be held. Um, so there are things that we're going to have to weave in, but believe me that if you strategically, um, schedule that power hour in a way that you can really take care of it before that you are going to show up so much better and fully for that person, because it really is vitalizing. Like if your power hour is filled with action steps, the important ones that you would procrastinate on because they're so important. And you do that in one hour, you get so much more energized than, I don't know, like four or five hours of to-do list mode stuff, which is, which can really drain you. Of course, you're going to be like, oh, I did all this stuff. Okay. This is great. But then you don't want to do anything else, you know, but those things that you do in that one hour that are super important, you want to do more after that. You're inspired your creativity starts flowing, you know, you want to reach out to people, you have confidence in yourself, you know, things start to open up. That's the difference. And it's funny that we avoid that, right? Sometimes I feel that we're more afraid of success than anything else, right? Because it's like, oh my gosh, it's so big. <laughs> what do I do with that once it's here? But, um, but that's a paradox, isn't it? Um, I feel that we, we work in, in this paradox, but I think that the more you do that, the more you commit to your power hour, the, um, the more confidence you have in yourself and the more growth that you will have because 
there will be less and less resistance. It starts weakening. So, yeah. Thank you very much. That was excellent. Sorry, an yeah. excellent response, and it really spoke to me. Thank you. Awesome. I'm glad. All right. Who else wants to bring something in about you know their WAP or um, how to move some things around so that you can you know move forward and set yourself up for movement? Okay, how are you doing with your WAP though? Are you able to commit to your, um, are you, first of all, are you completing it? Which that's like the number one thing to cross off, right? Um, and if you are, are you able to follow through with what you plan? So, so. <laughs> Hi, I'm not, I've taken a few pages away because it was too much for me to okay. fill in, but I've kept some and, and uh, that works well for okay. me. And okay. I like, the, I like the empty page because then I can take some extra notes and I can draw mm -hmm. uh, my, my uh, business mm -hmm. every week and add to it. As it, as it grows. Yeah, that's awesome. So um, with that tweak that you did for yourself, um, what, what has changed? Well, it's, it simplified it for me because it was too, I'm not a, uh, very, I'm not the most, um, uh, you know, writing and write, I like, you know, type of person. So mm -hmm. Um, so I, I just took out some of the pages, uh, okay. and, and say how you feel and how, like, I just put one and I right. use the same one, like for the week. Awesome. And what impact does that have on you? Does it help you, you know, gain clarity? Does it help you move? Yes, it's better. Okay. Yeah. And I, I add on the, the uh, agenda pages, then I add a few more little like in, uh, squares, like I have to contact a person each day, like mm -hmm. even if it's just to say hello, not necessarily a, a business, just a connecting, connecting, who am I connecting right. with? Right, I remember that we talked about that in one of the calls um, mm. to, you know, just um, show up and connect as the first step. And that is already an extra step than what you were taking before. And how has that been working out for you? That's good. I'm getting people answer right away. They're very happy to just connect. Yeah. Like while we're talking now, I just received a, just received a, an answer from a connection I did just before the call. Amazing. Awesome. Yeah. And are you able to, you know, move forward in the conversation and, you know, like introduce the business mm -hmm. or something? Well, introducing the business, that's my, my, my biggest wall. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so I'm, that is my big goal for, for this year. Yeah. Okay. Well, you're connecting now because um, what you're mentioning as your wall before was a, a thicker wall that uh, would stop your, your movement. And now you're connecting, you know, uh, regardless of that, you know, so-called wall or that, you know, fear or resistance. I, I just want to call it resistance. Um, mm. So don't stop connecting you know, and just figure out um, a way to take the conversation one step further each time. 
Yeah. <laughs> just a little bit closer to where you need to get to, you know, share what you're doing with the business or aspects of it or whatever makes you feel comfortable. But I think that what's important, Michelle, is for you to don't stop moving, you know, continue connecting and take it a little bit, a little step further each time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. You know, sometimes um, with any aspect of life and, you know, with, with business, whatever, whatever is um, too big for us to move forward to, we need to figure out a way to break it down into safe pieces. And what I mean by safe is when we track ourselves, when we create an action step, right? And we're completing our WAP or whatever it is. And we write that one thing down that causes resistance within us, but that we know it's important that we need to do it. Otherwise, without that, we're not going to grow or our business isn't going to grow. Um, but if we realize that we're not moving forward with that, that it stops our movement, we need to do something and we need to make it, um, as simple enough and simple was the thing for Michelle, which is awesome, simple enough or smaller or whatever it is, um, so that it feels safe to move one step further. Um, again, this doesn't mean lower your standards. It, it means actually setting yourself up for movement, setting yourself up for action. Because when we do take that one step and we, when we are starting to move and we see ourselves moving, we start gaining that momentum. We feel a little bit more you know, confident in ourselves. And then it's easier to take the next step and then take the next step. And you know, sooner or later, when we repeat that, enough, we have grown a certain aspect of ourselves, strengthen a muscle within us that, you know, it feels safer to have that conversation that we're avoiding. So again, it's not about lowering your standards, playing it too safe. It's about, you know, being honest and saying, you know what, it's been week eight and I still haven't done this action step. What can I do? <laughs> you know, to make it, you know, approachable and set yourself up for movement. It may not be in business for some of you, and maybe it's in another area that's overwhelming. So this is something that really can, can show up in, in any aspect of your life. Having that difficult conversation with, you know, a family member, whatever. <laughs> um, so, um, anybody else want to share something about how, you know, you're doing Gabbar? Sorry, I just have a question. Like when you're explaining that, is that like saying you almost have to shift your mindset in a way, like have a different approach of a perspective of coming to the, whatever's challenging you? It's, it's, it's more of a somatic thing than mindset. Um, I think that when when mindset is not enough, you know, like the affirmations and the planning, the completing your web and getting pumped and, you know, fake it till you make it or whatever it is, when that's not enough, um, there's something that's happening at a nervous system level um, that is really keeping you, trying to keep you safe. So you're not moving forward with that. When that thing is bigger, it's like we create a monster out of something that's really small, but that's not something that you do on purpose and there's nothing to be ashamed of. It's, it means that somewhere along the way in your life, um, you created a, a belief or something happened that you needed to, that you, you actually, not even your, your mind, your nervous system um, is kind of picking up the signal that it's not safe. It's kind of too risky to move in a certain direction because so-and-so may happen, right? Um, and so that resistance, sometimes it's really mild and, that, and sometimes it's really strong. 
And you realize how strong it is by the level of your activation when you are thinking about that. If you freeze, if you go into freeze mode, or if you're so activated that you go into kind of like fight flight, you know, response because your heart rate goes up a lot, you get really sweaty. It's so uncomfortable that you don't want to be in the state. So you need to feel something different. That's when you need to break it down into safer pieces, you know, um, instead of like giving that big presentation to this whole audience, okay, um, I'm going to get together with somebody to create my script. You know, that's just going to be the first step. And I'm not going to think about anything else. I'm not going to think about dates. I'm not going to think about anything because if I just think about this big ass presentation with all these people, I'm going to get, I'm going to go into freeze mode. So when we create this action plan, even if it has like all these like strategic action steps that make a lot of sense, if one of those steps isn't approachable for me, I need to break it down a little bit more and, you know, integrate some more support, like, you know, reach out to my accountability buddy and do it with somebody or with a team, you know, like share it in my mastermind and, you know, open up, be vulnerable and be like, I can't do this. Like, can you guys help me? Um, maybe, you know, just, um, whatever makes you feel kind of comfy and regulated. Like I love going to cafes, um, you know, putting my headphones on with like really nice music and just working with my laptop. I feel like, you know, I turn my phone off and I feel like I'm in this like pleasure, you know, mode <laughs> with like, a, like a little piece of cake or something, you know what I mean? So <laughs> Um, that helps me kind of move towards, you know, approach something that may be a little bit challenging for me or intimidating for me sometimes, but that's me. Each one of us has a different, you know, like safe zone or, you know, um, strategy to really set yourself up for movement. And really when it gets to that point that I'm mentioning here where there's a lot of resistance, it just needs to become safer for a nervous system. That's all it is. Yeah. <laughs> Can I say something? In yes, here? absolutely. Hi everyone. <laughs> um, oh, she's back. <laughs> um, so I, uh, just in, it was just really interesting in, in what you were saying right then. Um, it really resonated with me because uh, there's been moments, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> excuse me, there's been moments when I've definitely felt that. And when you said that the cafe with the earphones, I, I really miss that. Um, Isabella's two and a half now and mm -hmm. I haven't really had any time on my own for two and a half years. So it's... Um, and that's just the season that I'm in. And I'm still really learning to focus because she's not napping during the day. So just focusing while, you know, getting that interruption instead of having just a, a block of time. Mm -hmm. I'm still struggling with that a little bit, <laughs> mm -hmm. a little bit, um, particularly um, in a power hour. Mm -hmm. um, if I like I can be so effective if I just get in <laughs> and get things done and so my power hour might end up taking four hours anyway right. um, not four hours of concentrated time but just over a four-hour period yeah or, long, or longer mm -hmm. yeah um, so um, do you have any recommendations I guess so I mean I turn notifications off yeah, of yeah. my phone because it just it just interrupts me too much have you got any recommendations on how to bring keep bringing yourself back into the space you were before because it takes energy to to do that yeah um, there are a few tips and tricks that I've uh, that I have used I'm just anything that will support me in that right now would be yeah. just helpful. Yes. Well, um, first off, there, there are a lot of things. It just really depends on um, 
your well there are a lot of there are like endless lists of things that you can do it just depends on for you um, and your personality type you know your your mindset and the things that you need to work on because we all need to work on things in order to create the space that we need there are so yeah. many things that we need to work on to get there you know like boundaries, um, delegating, asking for help, you know, um, having a support system sometimes. And then there are like tricks, of course, that we can, that we can all integrate. Um, also something that, um, is, is really important is for us to revisit our standards when our life situation changes, right? Yeah. So if you're yeah. living um, with off of, you know, your standards before, you know, your little one showed up, you're going to be frustrated all the time. You know, it doesn't mean, again, not lowering your standards, but redesigning yeah. them, you know, just moving them yeah. around, okay. so that, you know, you can so that it makes sense, you know, okay. you don't have the same amount of hours available that you used to. So, you know, with what you do have available, what can you do and then set your standards? Um, because even if you don't have them written down somewhere, they're, you know, going through your, your, your mind. Like it's the famous, the bar, you know, <laughs> you know, how high is your bar? We all have that internalized. So check in on yourself and see what you're comparing yourself to and kind of, you know, set those standards for right now temporarily like until she is four years old and she goes to I don't know kindergarten or something like that what are my standards going to be um and then um that has kind of a ripple effect on um your action steps how you plan your week maybe it's not a power hour maybe it's a power 20 minutes you know and that's good 20 minutes you can do a lot in 20 minutes um, and maybe it's before those 20 minutes, you do a grounding exercise so that, you know, you, you really take advantage of those 20 minutes and you're, you know, you're present with those 20 minutes, um, grounding exercises, you know, you can, if you look them up in, in YouTube, you'll find so much stuff, but, um, really tracking your, your body and your breath you know, and, you know, pushing, you know, sitting up in an upright Sorry, Natasha, position. What was, that, what was that last thing? Bella's like talking in my ear at the same time. <laughs> well, um, tracking your breath and tracking your physical sensations, just noticing how your body feels. That's grounding, you know, um, sitting upright and pushing your feet against the floor and noticing how that feels on your legs you know, and then exhaling, just do that for one minute. And that will help that the next 20 minutes be quality 20 minutes. You know, it's not magic. You know, I'm not saying, you know, you do this for one minute and then you're going to have like the best 20 minutes of your life, but it's definitely going to help, you know, you be present in your body. Um, and that is really key to focus because that's what you were asking, you know, how, how can I focus? Of course, there are so many things, so much um, stimulation um, from our phones, you know, the constant scrolling and computer and, you know, just like consumerism and whatever it is that um, really breaks our focus. So if you can really turn your phone off for at least an hour a day, definitely for those 20, 30 minutes, whatever of your, you know, those power minutes, um, mm -hmm. that will definitely help as well. So grounding and then um, removing the, you know, the, <laughs> the flashing lights, I call them notifications are like flashing lights that kind of um, um, divert our attention constantly. So that is something that you can do, but particularly anything that grounds you, that brings you back to your body, because that helps the rumination stop, you know, or at least yeah. lower its rhythm, which is the important thing. 
Um, I think I think that bit, like with you speaking about all that, that's that bit is actually fine. The first bit that you said, the expectation uh-huh. of of my time now, mm-hmm. I still hadn't. I still hadn't adjusted that fully. Yeah. Yeah. I'd adjust it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Huge. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You, you know, the topic of this call was um, habit formation. That is kind of the foundations, you know, setting your standards and really adapting them to present day reality, not our ideal, but present day reality. Um, of course, then you can move towards something, but it's important to know where you're at right now and really own that, you know, embrace that and not, you know, deny that you really don't have that much time on your plate. So what are you going to do with that? Right. Um, that is setting this, the foundation. And then from there, you design your routine, you know, and, and habit formation, all that comes after really setting the foundation of where you're at. Um, What do I want to do with where I'm at? How much can I do with where I'm at? And then, you know, try to open your perspective on the resources that you have available. And I'm not just talking about um, tools, you know, and and tips. I'm talking about support system. I'm talking about delegating, you know. um, There's usually more out there than we see. So, um, you know, tap into that for your, you know, quality minutes. If I can add that I've been a mom of three kids working from home. So I know you really have to, I don't know what your resources are, but uh, I think Natasha, you've said it well and asking for help, finding a space, a time, where you have your time and especially if your little one is not napping um Mm. i was a strong believer naps like until school naps so i would work that would be my working hour um uh, so if if that's not available then Mm. maybe as natasha said ask for help ask get a resource that you can have time for you. I, I, that would be lovely, Michelle. I, did, I just don't have any available to me, unfortunately. Okay. So. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe no. some quiet lay down time. Like children at that age understand this is the hmm. horizontal hour and <laughs> you, you don't have to sleep, but you have to be, uh, it doesn't have to be an hour. It can be 20 minutes or whatever, half an hour. But it can yeah. be with books, some quiet music, and that is, and a, a two and a half year old will understand that you need that quiet time. <laughs> I think um, it's, it's in it's in a bit of a transition phase. She's only just really dropped her naps, and so um, there's some, you know, there's some more time with her actually having an earlier bedtime. I've just um, been working with a holistic sleep specialist to help with the transition and everything for that. Um, and because, it, you know, by the time she was going to bed, it was like 9, 30, 10 o'clock as well. And mm-hmm. so it was, yeah, yeah, it was. Anyway, that's, that's, that's sort of now, which is, which is cool. Um, and so, yeah, I think it was just really around my expectations yeah. of, of um, even the amount of time or what I can get done um, yeah. in that time. Yeah. Um, just still keeping the eye on the prize, like um, with what Barb was saying um, and within the power hour, your discussion around that. And just, again, when you said about purpose, it just, everything dropped in for me on that. I'm like, yeah, that that's easy. And then it made sense when you were saying about, um, you know, when you were doing those things, I, I just want to keep going and going. And then I, I don't have any time left to, to keep going. But right. um, so there's, there's a, a few things that have, um, that have slipped in for me, but particularly just um, those expectations I yeah. still hadn't let go of pre, pre-mama. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Pre-mama expectations. So um, yeah. 
That is fine. Yeah, I can yeah. absolutely adjust adjust to that. And I really appreciate really Yeah, appreciate. yeah, absolutely. And when you do adjust to that, um, just um, again, you know, what we talked about with Barb about um, making sure that whatever is in the power minutes um, that they really matter to you, that they're not to do listish um, because that's what's going to energize you. That's what's going to help you, you know, keep the momentum going. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Barb. I just had another question. Is Alicia, Alicia, right? Um, maybe not a question or a comment. Um, I'm just wondering now with your, that you're a mom, do you use that? Like, do you highlight um, that relationship and like play, like in a playful way with you and your daughter and try to get an audience to kind of buy into what it's like being a mom and, you know? It's really funny that you should say that because no, I hadn't. But it's just everything is about that right now. And so just to to tie everything in and, and have that as a part is just such a natural a natural thing. And so literally it was yesterday I wrote down some things and I think it was, again, um, just really sitting in with, um, you know, the season of my my life. And it's just it just makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't want to be having a like all over the internet and and everything like that but just with you know discussion topics on what I'm you know what I'm dealing with and and what my reality is right now and particularly um yeah like probably my my ICA has shifted a little and um I think you know there was some resistance coming up on on that but it just completely makes sense. So I even changed um, because I wasn't having the nap times free. And then I saw some women up there doing calls with their babies on their boobs, feeding them and everything. So it just, yeah, absolutely. I think um, I was still, you know, holding on to whatever, mm-hmm. you know, more of, I have to say probably more of a masculine operating system instead of just really, feeling into and and going with a bit more ease and flow Mm -hmm. anyway Mm -hmm. um and uh and going well you know if if I'm doing a call now like um that it's just gonna happen like there there might be a kid around but most likely the people I'm speaking to are probably gonna have the same thing going on for them right now so Yeah. yeah 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 absolutely that's that's the magic about opening up you know and just start you know sharing because you'll realize that you're not on your own and that it's not that scary, you know, to people. It's like, oh yeah, you know, like Michelle went through it and, you know, that's, that's what you're going to find. And that's another way to create a support system for yourself. You know, if you don't um, have people present available right now, um, that's a way to really take care of having support, you know, Um, just sharing and connecting with uh, other moms that are going through that and, you know, sharing tips and, and resources. So awesome. Yeah. But that was like, so this holistic sleep um, group that I, I just paid and joined because I was like, something needs to, something needs to get sorted here. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was amazing just to be able to talk to them, but I, you know, I kind of missed out on mum's groups and COVID and, and all of, all of the, Sorry, I shouldn't say that. That's the word. I don't try not to bring that in. Um, but just the, the world events at the moment, mm-hmm. you know, it's been a little bit challenging um, yeah. with, uh, you know, having a little one and, and not a lot of um, social contact, really. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing that, Alicia. Um, it's important, you know, that we use this space for that. Um Okay, I'm going to move on to Laura's question so that we could all answer together. I'm going to read it. Um, One of my favorite quotes is from Aristotle. He states, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act, but a habit. I always strive for excellence. And lately I have not been feeling like I'm in my excellence. One reason is because of the distractions of life, whether this be from parenting or even lack of motivation. What would you say is the best way to keep focused on the important things at task when distractions are constant? So really, 
she's super aligned. Uh, we didn't even know. <laughs> We're aligned to her question because she did it first. Um, so there's something here that she said I'm going to read. Uh, one reason is because of the, of the distractions of life whether this be from parenting or even a lack of motivation. So when it comes to a lack of motivation, um, again, align to your purpose. And it's super, super important to um, productivity coaches are going to tell you um, tap into your purpose and then, you know, draw, you know, complete your web or your plan or whatever it is and put those in first. Um, if you're drained, put your self-care, you know, um, action steps or whatever it is that you, you plan for yourself for that week first, and then everything around it. Um, but in terms of motivation purpose, yeah, absolutely. So, um, if your purpose is, um, and please connect it to the vision, how you see yourself and how you feel within that vision. Because, you know, you need to feel it in your body for it to actually matter to you to move forward in that direction. Um, so for me is really to, uh, I love somatic experiencing and it's really opened up this huge, like, love for somatics in my life and for healing. So, you know, I see myself as, you know, a somatic experiencing trainer and speaker. And when I envision myself that way, I start feeling in my body um, certain sensations that for me are, you know, just like this bravery and being in my power and in my element. And I feel it in my heart. I feel it in my chest. I feel this warmth and like this vibration. It's usually here in my chest for me. I love it. So I let it happen. You know, I let it happen for a while. I sit with it because we don't really allow ourselves sometimes to sit with, you know, the greatness. We're always focusing on what we're lacking and what we need to work on and, you know, what needs to happen. So, you know, take a moment to be still with that and then check out your to-do list again and be honest with yourself. It's like, what's going to get me closer to that feeling. And that needs to be put into your web first. And if it can be done before noon, please do it before noon because that's going to have an impact for the rest of your day. It's going to energize and vitalize you for everything else that you have going on with your kids, you know, with your business, with your family, with whatever tasks you have to do and cross off so you feel better. So <laughs> um, start with that. That has to do with motivation. And how much far into the call are we? So then I can tell her when we're answering. Okay, cool. So it's 649. Um, so that in terms of motivation um, and in terms of habit, um, that Aristotle quote, I love it, uh, excellence that is not an act, but a habit because you do it repeatedly. Yes, absolutely. Um, if you're trying to do something repeatedly and form a habit out of something that you dread, you're not going to be motivated. You may form a habit, <laughs> um, but um, that doesn't mean that you're going to be motivated. It just means that you're teaching yourself to wire your brain with certain actions. And yeah, you may feel more confident after you do that because you're disciplined enough to repeat something every day. But just make sure that that thing that you're repeating is aligned with your purpose because then it's really, really easy to just drop it, you know. And, and what's the use of using so much energy with something that is just you know, data, you know, like, oh, I know that if I repeat this enough times, then it's going to become easy for me. And then I don't know, like I'll pee better because I had that lemon water. <laughs> I love lemon water. I do it every single morning, but some people don't really, they just do it because, you know, they read it off of some book and it doesn't really resonate with their purpose or, you know, it has no vision to back that up. 
So don't fill, fill your routine and your mornings with things that you read. Just make sure that they resonate with you on a purpose level. Like, do you see yourself, you know, super healthy and energized? And then that's why you're doing the lemon water. Or are you doing the lemon water because you just read some facts online, right? And that is going to be the difference behind the energy, you know, um, that is going to charge that action once it's accomplished, okay? So you want to be vitalized when you do things. You don't just want to be like, okay, I did it, you know. Um, so to answer your question, Laura, um, I think that aligning whatever habit you're trying to form with your purpose is definitely going to have a ripple effect on your motivation and, you know, the drive behind that. Um, and, you know, your focus and keeping focused on the important things at task. Yeah. Barb? Yeah, sorry. Um, you know, as you're saying that, as you're saying all that, I'm like, oh, that makes so much sense. And then I kept thinking, what about like celebrating the little wins as well to help yes. kind of pull you forward? Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Right. Because when you celebrate the little wins, um, you're anchoring something really positive to something that um, maybe was challenging to do. Right. Um, so, that one thing or those couple of things that you um, plan for your power hour that are super important and aligned to your purpose. It may be a little bit intimidating sometimes to do those things, but when you do them, if afterwards you're celebrating in some way, you're celebrating that when you start anchoring that really in your body, you know, um, those pathways are saying, um, we're getting used to doing this and something great comes after. So that becomes more approachable. It, it becomes easier to move towards that because you know that something good is coming after. You know, with like those weird experiments with animals that, you know, they give them a treat, you know, after like the hamsters or dribbles, I don't remember what it was, that they start figuring out a maze and their drive is that one great thing that's coming after, which is their treat. Um, so yeah, definitely. We're not, you know, animals in a cage, but, <laughs> you know, sometimes the analogy isn't that far off because we get stuck in here. So, um, so absolutely celebrate your wins. It's really important. Um, not just because you're going to wire yourself and, and, and all those, you know, more technical things, but because don't we want to enjoy our lives? Like we're doing, we're doing these things to have a better life, to feel better, you know, um, with ourselves when we have that life that we're going for. So when do we enjoy that? Let's enjoy it every step of the way, every little step that gets you there. So yes, thank you for bringing that up. We got to take that time to enjoy and celebrate. <laughs> Susan, I am. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I've been quiet here, but um, yeah, it all is resonating with me, this whole discussion and kind of where I've been at is I, I have been distracted with life and lack of motivation, both of those, um, been traveling and um, trying, to, trying to get back to a mindset where I can focus and eliminate all the distractions in my life and um I, this is actually the first time I've heard about the power hour so um <laughs> thank you all for that one yeah. um I'm going to incorporate that and um some of the grounding to get focused um and I had also been thinking about um what Barb just brought up earlier in the um call I was thinking, ah, I need something to, uh, you know, for that motivation, right? I need, I need a little reward for myself. I need a reward. I need a little carrot hanging out there to get myself to do things sometimes. So mm -hmm. um, anyway, thank you all. Cause it's, um, you've all answered my questions, even though I didn't ask them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Um, you know, Susan, sometimes um, it's, it's important just to go back to um, why did I start this mm-hmm. journey? You know, like what, what was on my mind? What was I looking for when I started this journey? And sometimes it's easier for us to say, well, you know, I wanted to earn more money, um, but challenge yourself a little bit and take it further, you know? So what was I going to do once I had all that money or, Mm. you know, like when I had the business, um, what, what was the impact that it was going to have in my life? Why was that important to have in my life? Um, and once those things were in place, like, I don't know, more time to spend with my family, um, you know, creating important memories like traveling or whatever it is, Mm -hmm. how, you know, imagine yourself in, in, in that vision and how do you think you're going to feel once you're there, Mm -hmm. you know? So that's because that's what really, um, helps us kind of measure our success in a way that helps us feel the success. And because if we don't feel it, then it's easy. You know, you reach the goal and then you set another one and you never stop. So ask yourself that, you know, what, what am I looking to feel (laughs) really? Because if we took feelings out of the equation, if we took our emotions out of the equation, it would make absolute no sense we would accomplish the goal. We would have more time with our families, but if we didn't feel the enjoyment, it wouldn't make any sense. So, you know. Yeah. You talk a lot about feelings here. The yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> the one thing. Right. I guess. Yeah. I guess that's kind of where I need to go back to also. Yeah. Um, you know, setting goals without, um, really tapping into how you're going to feel once you accomplish the goal is, is kind of an empty goal, you know, because right. we're, we think it's the goal, but it, we're really after how we think we're going to feel once we accomplish that we think it's the money, but it's really how we're going to feel once we have the money. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of again, kind of a little bit of a new concept for me, but yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) All right. Awesome. Thank you for sharing ladies. Um, Just take a picture. I think this is the moment. (laughs) This is the moment. So we are going to take one decent, happy picture. (laughs) Three, two, one. And then we're going to take a picture where we imagine ourselves accomplishing our goals in our vision, in our power. Okay. Three, two, one. (sighs) Yeah. (laughs) So um, I'm going to go into the group now and post those um, images and tag you so that you can write your ahas and the action steps behind those ahas, how you're going to turn the insights into action so that you can start doing now, okay? Awesome, I'm gonna 